and welcome to episode 57 of the Paul Norton podcast. So today's episode is another solo episode and you know since the last episode a lot of stuff has happened in terms of you know my life, family, issues I've dealt with, relationships and on top of all that then it's it's gave me some valuable lessons and some lessons that I'm going to share with you today because when it comes to health and fitness journey there's so much bullshit online now and it really gets me when I see these coaches and their advice is absolutely it's shocking a lot of these coaches nowadays have never gone through what you're going through you know I've been to a point where I've been 37 kg overweight. I was getting changed in my pet, changing. I was getting pains in my chest, tongue twisters. You know, nothing is perfect. It's why when I do these podcasts, I just talk my heart. If I make mistakes, I make mistakes. And going back to the point of feeling a certain way, so many coaches online don't know what it feels like to feel a certain way, to be overweight, to lose your sex drive, to look in the shower and cover yourself. To always wear baggy clothes. I've been through this. My mum has been through this. And we're always going to have days where we just want to give up. And personally, this week has been the worst week for me in terms of actually wanting to give up. And the reason between visa issues and stuff like that. And if you didn't know, I'm, I'm actually leaving Australia in three weeks time. You know, I came here three years ago during COVID and the visa I applied for, we applied for a visa, got denied. My employer from years ago was doing some dodgy stuff. It all fell back on me. And, you know, it's been the last two years has been very uncertain in terms of, I didn't know where I was going. I've been on a bridging visa, you know, trying to get this other visa. And we got news back, you know, two weeks ago that the visa got denied. So that's given me 30 days to leave the country. So I need to leave on the first week in January. And amongst all that, it's, you know, not that I'm, I don't really get stressed, but there's definitely an element of anxious and a little bit overwhelmed, you know, selling all my stuff, having to leave the country, having to either go back home or go to another country. And there's all these emotions going on inside my head. You know, I've had a nephew born last week. My family's got a new puppy. And before I left home, 12 years ago, I didn't really have a sense of belonging. You know, my mum passed away, a lot of childhood traumas and issues and stuff and stuff that I've dealt with this year. But I never had a sense of belonging being in Ireland and I never felt part of something. And I only realised that this week from doing my therapy session with my therapist that you know I left home so long ago because of everything that happened and I've been away from home for 12 years and I've never had I've never had the feeling of wanting to go back but this week has changed and this week I feel myself I feel I've got a purpose I feel I have a reason and I'm slightly being pulled back to Ireland you know, I spent the last 11 months trying to figure out why I left Ireland and why Ireland wasn't good for me. 
and now all of a sudden I have this 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 pull this desire to go back home to Ireland and I feel now having the nephew that I'm part of something I belong to something you know I'm part of something special and my whole life you know since my mum passed away 12 years ago it's been a constant battle of not fitting in not you know there's so much trauma home as a child didn't have the best childhood see my mum struggle mum passing away me leaving ireland and me becoming quite overweight coming losing all my confidence me getting to the point where i was getting changed my change oh, there we go again i was getting pains in my chest because of the way i was carrying and with this whole visa stuff now my initial idea thought was to potentially go to new zealand for a few weeks three months but you know this last few days i've been torn of what to do and whether i go to new zealand and stay there for three months and then go back to ireland and spend a few months there or do i just do you know one or two weeks in new zealand in january and then go back home middle of february and you know, in the months of all that, I'm trying to then sort out moving, sorting out where I want to be, trying to run my business, you know, having to spend money on Airbnbs, New Zealand, flights, extra luggage, trying to sell all my f- stuff here because I've got a fully furnished house. And it's all this stress and not even stress, just anxiety, overwhelm. Then I'm trying to give my energy to my clients, which I absolutely love. And amongst all this, I'm trying to stick to my health and fitness journey. You know, the last nine weeks, I've got a coach and we've been just, you know, because truth be told, I've not really felt very confident. I was back in, I was home in Europe there in August, September, and, you know, gained five, six, seven kg and got back to Australia and I just felt shit. I looked in the mirror and I just didn't feel nice. I could feel myself I was puggy and I wasn't overweight but I could just feel I could see it I looked different I felt different my sex drive was gone so we got a coach and the last nine weeks we've done really well in terms of I've stuck to everything 100% lost 5-6 kg but this week has been the first week that I just wanted to hit the fucker button I wanted to just hit the fucker button and just give it all up you know, I found myself saying, what is the point? Why am I doing this? I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm narky. I just want to eat animal croissants, Jaffa cakes, burgers, pizzas, milkshakes. And the urge this week was so, so strong. And it was the toughest I've, I've come to. And a lot of coaches out there would say, so just, it's okay, have one day off. But here's the issue these coaches have never felt like i felt they've never been in a position where i was and it's so easy for someone who's been in shape all their life or someone who's ripped and all this kind of stuff who spent five six seven ten years getting in shape to then say oh one day is okay but realistically that one day turns into three months i've been there before i've hit the fucker button went out had the pizzas, burgers, sweets, chocolates, done. The next day, I wake up, I feel shit. I feel like I'm a failure. What happens? 
I do it again. Then all of a sudden, I tell myself, it's been two days now, I'm just going to reset the clock on Monday. So I binge the whole weekend. Come Monday, what happens? We feel so shit, our motivation is so low, that we just find it so hard to get back on track. All of a sudden, then it's Friday, and we say, oh, I'll start Monday. And then the cycle continues and continues. I've been there before, I know what it feels like. And for some people, it's just as easy as having a big massive day, picking out, getting back on track the next day. But for a lot of people, most people, that's not the case. And again, this advice that comes from these coaches, or the coaches who've never been overweight, who never lost their sex drive, who in the shower had to cover themselves, they've never felt that pain. I felt that pain. And I've also been in a place where I've hit the fuck it button and three months later, four months later, still in the same position. A lot of stuff to do with, my, with weight loss and fat loss and any kind of goal, it's down to your mindset. Mindset plays a massive part. And just like me this week, I had a decision to make. Do I hit the fuck it button or do I really find, dig deep and find that discipline somewhere? Because that's the word that's not very sexy. I hate the word, but no one wants to use it. No coach wants to use the word discipline. Why? Because the word discipline doesn't make money. It doesn't sell. It's so easy to tell people, I can change your life in four weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks. Give me your money, take my plan. But that's bullshit advice. It's just a quick fix, only longer. We're not going to change your life in 12 weeks. Yes, we'll get amazing results in 12 weeks, just like me. If I can do this for another three weeks, that would mean I've done 12 weeks of like hard dieting, hard training. I've built the foundations. I've lost six, maybe seven kg. At this point, now I can go to the next phase, which is build these results into my lifestyle. What that means is more food, different training styles, different habits. And all of a sudden, I'm gone from consuming, let's say, 2,000 calories to eventually being built up to 3,000 calories. And this is a better place to be. But we all get so lost and so stuck at the first initial stages. The hard part isn't the diet. The hard part isn't getting started even. The hard part is what happens after you get the results. The hard part is that, that initial 12, 16, 20 weeks. Because the honest truth is, if we're going to have the mindset that we can have fucking button days, I've been there before. We're never going to get the results. If you have fair play, but if you're listening to this and you've been in a place before where you've been stressed, everything's come on top of you and you've hit the fuck it button, ask yourself, did you realistically get back on track the following day? Most likely not. And again, it's not saying we need to be super restrictive, but we need to understand, and this is something that a lot of coaches won't tell us, but we have to understand what the word discipline means. If we're looking to get a certain result, we have to be on the money. And here's the, here's the big lie that coaches will tell us online. When they tell you, you can get the results you want, but not give the food you want, 
That is correct. But that food needs to be within your, your calorie intake. If I have an almond croissant at 500 calories, that doesn't leave me much room to play with. If I have a Mars bar, as an example, there's 300 calories. Again, it adds up. So if you're someone who needs to be consuming 1500 calories, as an example, to be in a deficit, you having the almond croissant means that you only have 900 calories left for the whole day. So this stuff we see online, it's true, but it's also false. It's also misleading. Now, if you're someone who has got the results you've got, you've spent 12 weeks, 20 weeks, 24 weeks, you've dropped a kg or 20 kg or 15 kg, you've dropped the dress size or two, or you've leaned them and got toner. You then start the next stage and learning how to sustain them results into your lifestyle. At this point, you start increasing your food. This is the point where you can still get results and still eat the food you want. Because your goal now is to get your food intake from 1500 calories to 2500 calories or 600 calories or 3000 calories without gaining any weight. But in order to get to this stage, this refeed process as we call it, we have to do the shitty work first. We have to do the not so nice work. I'm recording this podcast now, I'm hungry. I've just had food, I'm still hungry. I'm gonna have to have you know, a bowl of greens. And I hate to be the person who says greens and chicken. But when we look at the numbers, when I look at being efficient, I have to do that for me personally so I can stick to my targets. But I also understand this isn't forever. When I get to the point where I feel good, I've built the foundations, then I'm increasing my food. When I get to the stage where I'm increasing my food, I will be eating the foods I love. Still in my calorie target, but I've got a lot more room to play with. But if I hit the fucking button now, today, yesterday, tomorrow, I'm not going to be able to get back on track the next day. I've only had alcohol once this last nine weeks. Today I'm going for a Christmas party, CrossFit, and I'm going to drink there. But I've also pre-planned my day. I've allowed myself to have 12 beers, which is 1,200 calories. Do you know? I've already pre-planned it. But again, it's uh, if we look at from that context, I'm not restricting alcohol. I'm not restricting the foods I love. But I also then had to have five, 600 grams of chicken tenderloins to give me 150 grams of protein and a bowl and two bowls of greens. But I had the alcohol, but it was in my calorie target. But I also had to add 600 grams of chicken, plain chicken with some sauce. These are just the little stuff that people don't tell you about because it's not sexy. It's definitely not sexy. But again, it's only a short term thing. When we look at our day-to-day lives, our week-to-week lives, it's going to be stressful. Things are going to get in the way. Finances, money, moving house, breakups. The world is going to throw you as much fucking bombs as possible. And it's when we get these fucking bombs and these challenges, issues that really look at the bigger picture. Look at where we want to be in 12 months time, 
six months' time. Is really hitting this fucker button going to help us get to that goal? No. Are we going to feel good if we pig out? We feel good for the first five minutes. Afterwards, we don't feel good. How many times have you had a massive takeaway, massive burger, massive fries? You feel good having it, but afterwards, you feel shit. For me personally, every time. I have never had a massive takeaway or massive binge on sweets or massive binge on chocolate and felt good afterwards. Never. I feel good at the right time, but not afterwards. It's about when we come to these moments, these stressful, shitty moments, and we're about to break. One thing I get my clients to do is voice note me. As soon as they feel these triggers, voice note me. Phrase him as my coach. I feel the triggers, I send him a voice note. And that just means I'm aware of what's going on. When you can be aware of these triggers, you have a system in place. So let's say you're having a really stressful shitty day. You're hungry, you're craving. You feel the triggers. You feel the urge to have the McDonald's or the KFC or the pizza. It's that point that you want to be aware. And ask yourself, is doing this going to benefit me or not benefit me for how I want to feel in six months or 12 months time? Just being aware. Because that small second, that split of 1.1 second will make all the difference, a huge difference. And again, I'm not telling you to restrict any of your foods because again, you can have the food you want once it's within your calorie target. But I can tell you now, it's friggin' hard. It's hard to keep on eating all the foods we've had, the chocolate, the sweets, the cakes, the almond croissants, the flat whites, the cappuccinos. Because when we're looking to drop body fat or drop weight, we have to restrict our food in some shape or form. We have to restrict our calories to being a deficit. And again, it doesn't mean that you're not going to, it doesn't mean you have to eat broccoli and chicken the whole time. But it does mean that for that first couple of weeks, whether it's eight weeks or 12 weeks or 24 weeks, until you get the results you're feeling confident in, we have to make some sort of sacrifices. Something has to change. We have to be disciplined. We need structure, planning, accountability in the round of our food and our training. Because when we spend the time to get them results, that's the, that's the foundation is built. Then we look at the next part. And whether you spend 12 weeks or 16 or 24 weeks building the house, building the results that you can sustain for life, that's the sexy part. Why? Because you know you get to consume more food than ever before. You get to understand how it all works. And at the end of that time, you've then built a body. You've built a confidence in yourself, mentally, physically. And you're now consuming more food than ever before. And down the line, when you, if you end up gaining some weight back on for, for some reason, you know how the process works. You haven't just done a quick fix diet. You've done the diet. You've got the results. You've built the foundations. But then you've also went the other way and you've gone the refeed process where you understand how to get your body to a point where you're consuming more food than ever before and still seeing results. That's the part that everyone fails. And everything in our health and fitness journey is coming, it comes down to our mindset. 
like me this week, my mindset needs to play it. Like it's the, it's 90% of the job. Having the mindset not to hit the fucker button. Having the mindset to pre-plan my drinks today. Having the mindset that tomorrow I'll be probably feeling a little bit hungover, but I go to the gym, I go to the sauna. You know, I keep the ball rolling. Because again, when I get my results and, and feel how I want to feel, it's going to be worth it. 120%. It's going to be worth it. And it's something that no one speaks about online, especially with coaches. They never talk about the fucker button. They say, well, a lot of coaches and a lot of people online will tell you what you want to hear rather than what you need to hear. Because what you want to hear is somebody saying, look at Paul, don't worry about it. You know, you've had a bad, you've had a stressful week, you know, visas, you're moving, you know, it's okay. Just, just move on. It's okay. You know, you've done really well. You've lost six kg. Have a bit of time off. That's what I want to hear. But what I need to hear is like, Paul, how do you want to feel in three months time? How do you want to feel in another four weeks time? If you hit this fucking button now, is it going to benefit you? Are you really going to be able to get back on track tomorrow? Because realistically, I can say that I will, but I won't. Deep down, I won't. Why? Because I'm going to feel like shit. My body's gone from, you know, nine weeks of eating fairly good nutrient-dense foods to then having a full day of blown out. And when I mean pig out, I mean like, you know, pizzas and drinks and cocktails and sweets and lollies and ice cream, all this stuff. But then the next day, I will feel like shit. I'll feel blah. And then I'll say, well, it's the weekend, I'll just start Monday. And in the process, because I've been there before, I've tried to tell myself I'll start tomorrow, it's fine. Never, ever, ever happened. I've often t- told myself I'll have one bite and that's it. One bite happens, that's it, game over. The whole cookie's gone. And I don't want to be the Grinch or the Grudge, but sometimes it's what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Because everyone is going to tell you what you want to hear. But realistically, you need someone to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Because that need, hearing it from a different perspective, hearing someone give me some tough love will be the reason why you either say yes to that takeaway or no to takeaway. This isn't forever. You know, you making these small sacrifices now, you using that not sexy word discipline, you having that strong mindset, it's not forever, it's only for now until you get to the point where you're feeling and looking amazing in your own skin. Because again, look at stuff you've done in the past. How's that gone for you? You've probably done the slimming clubs or the Weight Watcher, whatever you may have done. You could have done whatever it may be. Fad diets, quick fixes, shred plans. You've got great results, eight weeks, 12 weeks. All of a sudden, all of a sudden then, you hit the fucker button. That one week turns into one month two months, three months, four months. All of a sudden then, you're applying for Paul Norton's Confidence for Life program. Bit of a plug there. But when we're looking at results, and this is my mindset, when I get a new client, I want them to get the results that last them for life. I want them to build confidence for life. And I want them to leave my coaching program and never need another coach again. That's my goal with coaching. It's not to keep on people as long as I can. It's to help people get the results that's going to transform their life, but never need a coach again. 
I've got a client recently, Amy, who's finished up soon. Next week, actually, before Christmas. 14 months with me. 14 months, lost 10 kg, dropped two dress sizes. She's consuming more food than ever before. She will never, ever, ever need a coach again. I've got a client, great example, you know, with me last year or two years ago. She only done 12 weeks. That was it. Gave up. Speaking to her yesterday, you know, she is up three dress sizes in a year and a half. Three dress size up. She came board 12 weeks. She got good results. She finished then and she didn't push on. She, you know, she she hit the fucker button after 12 weeks. Done her own thing, a year and a half later, up three, four dress sizes. That's not what I want people to come on my program for. And we have to understand that if we're looking to change your life in 12 weeks, it's not going to happen. You're going to get great results in 12 weeks, no doubt about it. But you are not going to sustain results after 12 weeks. If you've felt shit for the last one, two, three, four, five years, if you've been lacking confidence for the last couple of years, do you really think that's going to change in 12 weeks' time? No. You'll get great results, yes. But you got to imagine that first 12 weeks is just, it's the very same as building a foundation for a house. When you build a foundation for a house, you've got a foundation, yes. But then you have to go build a house. This is the thing. So we really have to, you know, wind it back and understand that it's about the long-term process, the long-term game. And sometimes we have to sacrifice some things. We have to make changes. We have to be disciplined. I hate that word, but we have to. And this is the this is the episode that you need to hear coming to Christmas. I want you to enjoy Christmas, enjoy the festive season. But I want you to also have the mindset 2023 is coming. I want you to have a plan, be ready, be steady. Use 2023 to transform your whole life. Make 2023 be the year for you, the year that everything changes. The next few weeks, use that as a way to plan. If you want to get the results you want to get, plan your results. If you need to sign up to a coaching program, Paul Norton Fitness, sign up to it now. Don't wait till January, because come January, there'll be no spots available, or you'll be in the mindset that, you know, you just can't get started. But if you, Take action now. Take action right this second. You can spend the next few weeks building good habits, improving your nutrition, enjoying the festive season. And then in the background, making the plan, making the habits that when January the 1st comes or the 5th or the 10th, you can have such a head start, such a kickstart. Your motivation will be so high that you can build them foundations in that eight, 12 week period and make next year the year that you transform your life. This year is nearly finished. No matter what your results have been, no matter what you didn't achieve, put it behind us. Use the next 12 weeks to plan out the year, to plan what we wanna do and just get excited about the goals that we are going to achieve. As always, this was a really, really good podcast. And again, this is just something that I put together five minutes ago. You know, I just felt a certain way. I've had a not so good week. And when I do these podcasts, I just like everything that I say comes from the heart. I've no script. I've got no notes. I just speak. 
I just speak like I'm speaking to my mum. I speak like I'm speaking to my clients. I speak like I'm speaking to myself in the mirror. Because what I'm going through, other people are going through as well. There's no bullshit, no agenda. It's just me being honest with my feelings, my vulnerabilities, and how my weight loss journey and fat loss journey is going. Because this is why I love doing what I do. Because I'm a living proof of what can be achieved. I'm a living proof of the struggles that will happen going through your health and fitness journey. But as, as always, if this is good, please share it. Please like it. Send me a message. You know, if it was good, if you need help, send me a message. Share it to your friends. And as always, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to me yabber on for the last, you know, 20 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. So if you've got this far, you know, amazing job. Give me a like, give me a share. Tell me it was good. Hopefully it was good. And as always, uh, I will see you later. Adios.